Welcome back to The Line Between, a Pradesi podcast. With your special and usual hosts, me, Kipki. And me, Alisa. <laughs> Hello. Hi, everybody. Um, How are you doing, Kipki? I'm doing good. Um, I'm actually, actually, I'm not doing good. Oh, my God. It's a little too warm. Oh, my God. It's so it's hot. Rough. It is oh. rough right now. I'd be lying if I was not. Honestly, suffering from some sort of sunstroke over the past three days. Like my mom, but I feel like I'm like back in the motherland. Today, I genuinely felt like I was sitting in Pakistan with like when the electricity was gone, no shedding, there's nothing working, and I'm just sitting there dying in my own like body heat and the fan. I know. I mean, I feel like if you're not in the UK listening to this, you're like, oh my god, get over it. Yeah. But like the no, UK, well. when I tell you the UK is not built to handle heat the same way America. Literally every other country. We don't have AC. We don't have AC. Anyway. We have poorly packed. Like, the walls are packed insulated. Yeah. Like, we are boiling. It's built for the warmth. And when the war- it's built for the cold, sorry. And then when the warmth hits, everyone just collapses. And the way that I'm on the tube, these days, the other day I went on the tube, and I never experienced gender envy in my life before, but I felt like, it on the tube when I was just seeing the men on the tube just shirtless. shirtless. Having fun with their life. I know. But it's gotten it's so, so bad. <laughs> it's gotten so bad. I saw someone. I was walking past a park yesterday. I saw someone just with a hose. I don't know where they plug it in. It's a public park. <laughs> but the hose was running. And they were running under. There were, there's like men and women. Oh my God. I was like, you know what? That's literally giving parks on though. I, I had, don't mind. I had, I, had that, I had that experience. Yeah. Running around with the hose. That's what I'm saying. Trying to pull on. We need to understand why. I mean, there's a um, thunderstorm due. So we'll be fine. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Nothing's so dramatic. I know. Everyone's like, oh my god. Everyone's like, Get just buy a fan. <laughs> we have fans. We have multiple fans. So even that is rough. But but last, speaking of summer. Yes. Everyone's been outside. Everyone's been doing fun activities yes. and meeting friends. And so have we. Yeah. It is. Well, we meet. very. We meet regularly. We meet regularly. But, <laughs> but we have other friends <laughs> who are also reading. We had the chance to meet with our um, Pradesi community last week. For our little sip and paint event that we had here in London, which was so fun. We had such an amazing time getting to know, you know, our community members and meeting new people, especially people that we hadn't met before in our previous um, in-person events. I was having a little chance to like paint, paint little paintings. How we had fun. We had chai. We had chai. It was really good. Juice, food. And also, um, everyone who came, I'm pretty sure um, they came on their own in yes. the sense that it's really intimidating. Like, Speaking from someone who has to go to certain events and whatnot, so like networking, no, work God, things, not this. it's so intimidating to go knowing that like you don't know anyone there yeah. and you have to do an activity. Exactly. And you have to really put yourself out there, really make friends with new people. So everyone who came along. Yeah. And I hope everyone left. I'm feeling like they've made new friends. Yeah. Because there's so many um, like-minded similar fun people i think it's just we don't get the chances especially post covid maybe yeah 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 through network or not network that's the wrong word it's absolutely not networking <laughs> it's like making friends yes in a in a really safe space yeah um and like feeling like you could actually meet again you always meet people who are really cool and you never end up seeing them again yeah but events like these make you feel like oh my god like there are other people there are like people. me. I, I feel like it helps to kind of get out of this little bubble that there are people there are real people behind the internet people that we see on our birthday mm-hmm. page outside of our little little home on the internet there are real people out there we'll really get a chance to speak to them and 
hear what they talk about and hear what their concerns are. You know what, what their thoughts are and what's what's going on with the South Asian and community a little bit. But that's what we wanted to talk about today mm-hmm. because I don't know we we've met people we've, we talk about it. We're so chronically online. Oh my audience! Yes. And every single episode we like <laughs> default to talking about what we are hating yeah, online. We're online. Yeah, what we're seeing, what what we what we feel is like going too far, yeah. or what's a little overrated. Um, but we noticed. Well, I noticed we really didn't. We really haven't talked about what it feels like to be part of like the South Asian online online community, a little bit person community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we're yeah. talking like as a whole, not just like based in London, based in New York. Like everyone online, online. as a young person online, it's a very different environment. And there's one thing to be a young Gen Z person online, but then there's a whole different nuance and can of worms, Pandora's box, whatever, whatever it you would use that comes with being a part of the South Asian Gen Z person online. Yeah. And we wanted to unpack from the top down. Yes. I mean, do you think it's a hierarchy Start starting there? Like, especially online with mm-hmm. celebrities, influencers, uh, professionals, like people who post their art. Yes. People who post their writing. Do you feel like there's sometimes this thing like we look up to certain people mm-hmm. and then everyone else is just Yeah, I mean like of course I think I don't think I don't really think that's specific to South Asian people online. I think that's just a general kind of habit of being online. There's a the people who are influencers, celebrities and well known people however when in when in whatever way that they're well known, they kind of they're the first people. They're they're the first line of defense I don't know. on the internet. And then you end up on like the smaller little craters that post unhinged kind of yeah. little skits here and there. <laughs> then you'll have a little chuckle and you'll send to your friend and you'll be like, oh, this is fun. Oh, tiki. A little tiki about it. you have a silly goofy time. I know. But I think in that sense, yeah, there's a bit of a hierarchy. I don't know about you. I mean, with certain leaders, mm-hmm. like if we would call them leaders of, I mean, I don't know what they're leading. It's not like we need to be led. Where are we going? It's just there are some people who you constantly see and this is not just people. This is also publications. Mm-hmm. So you see, like, obviously, like, Vogue India, mm-hmm. um, Juggernaut. Also, you have your obvious influencers, like Lily Singh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to name it shame. <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm not shaming we, anyone. Literally just named and shaped three, like, three <laughs> people. Okay, okay. So, like, there's... there's uh, people know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the same people that come up on the... Yeah. Your for you page. Yes. It's like Sirit Saini. There's like a whole girl gang in New York. There's the London people. There's yeah, it's like the same little influencers. It's yeah, same little group of South Asian influencers that you kinda see all the time. I mean, yeah, I guess in that sense there is there's a hierarchy and that they're the first kind of people that if you think about South Asian influencers, they're the first first people that you either your mind will go to or marketing people's mind will go to. And I don't know if that's always a good thing. There's a good thing because it gets our faces out there. Yeah. It does get our faces out there. It does kind of get our quote-unquote representation. If you want to think about it as representation, it does kind of get out there. But at the same time, with the internet, you can't talk about the good without talking about the bad. I mean, I have an interesting thing that now, as a young person online, yes, there's so many people who look like us who are doing really cool things. If I was 14, that would have really, really intimidated me mm-hmm. not in a competitive sense because we've talked about that like yeah. that feeling of oh i see someone else doing good i have to do better yeah there's there's nothing in the middle i think it would have int- intimidated me in the sense that there's such a pressure to be smart quirky cool creative 
online. Yeah. And it's a really, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, I feel like kind of, uh, I feel like kind of a loser for talking about it mm-hmm. because we're in this era of celebrating all representation yeah, and yeah. everyone kind of sharing their stories. But it's also like insanely scary to think that like if I was 13, I would also be like, no, that's that, like, I have to get good at makeup. I have to, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to do something all the time because that's what it feels like these people are doing. And the more you dive into it, it, it's just kind of more and more because there's millions of people on the- No, no, Trudy, I, I agree. I think that it is really intimidating. I imagine if I was 13 and I was doing this online, I can't even imagine because I feel like it's already hard enough to be 13 and you're already like struggling to figure yourself out and there's already enough kind of, you're already awkward, you're already, you know, stressed all the time. You've just hit puberty. It's not a good time. It's not a good time for anybody as a 13 year old. All 13 year old. 13 year old girls it's, are going through it. It's rough to be a 13 year old. We feel for you. We really feel for you. And I know it for, for some experience is rough. I can't even imagine being 13 and having all of this online the way that tick, like TikTok is like the primary form of how kids are getting the representation now. There's about 13 year olds on TikTok. Get off. Oh my God. I know we're go supporting you, but like, go to school, do your homework. Literally, do your homework, go to school. TikTok is not the place. Go to bed. Yeah, dude, it's such a breeding ground. It's almost your bedtime. Yeah. No, exactly like you're saying, it's such a breeding ground for compar- the exact comparison that we say yeah. we avoid or we, we, we try to preach against. Preach against within our community itself. Yeah. And then you see it online. And I feel like it, exactly what you were saying, that it's very intimidating because then logically everybody knows the internet is the internet and everything is fake but at the same time there's a part of you that like wants to translate into your real life and it's you can't translate it into real life because everything online is fake nothing is real everything is highlights everything is curated specifically for a very specific brand message it is just it's tough yeah. there's no way that you can you can reach up there match up to it there's not a single way that you can do that I mean, and this, this literally, well, we were talking about what we wanted to say and specifically the topic came up of for these young people, yeah, who are the people that they're looking up to and this research, no, not resurgence, mm-hmm. this new arrival of what we call the digital DB, yeah, where we are getting, okay, so it's not a South Asian thing, <laughs> let's establish that. Like the whole agony aunt type yeah. kind of thing. We've yeah, we've been seeing things like that. But we're just calling it digital, digital, DV. digital DV, which is a tongue twister to be honest. Digital, <laughs> digital DV. because which, by the way, means like just your online sister. But we see all these creators adopt this personality of like your online big sister or like, yeah, big sister tips and tricks. Yeah. Which is such a which is cute. Nice it's, concept. It's, it's very, very nice in concept. And in theory, I think it's very, very cute. But at the end of the day, these are influencers. And at the end of the day, they do have bottom line they do have a brand push they do have an image to push so i think we end up back in that kind of spiral of young 13 impressionable 13 year old girls thinking that whatever brand or image that these influencers are pushing is attainable it's not attainable it's not even attainable for said influencer they're just pushing an image this is not obviously applicable to everyone i'm sure there are really authentic influencers out there but unfortunately you can't just dig your head in the sand and be like no everyone's authentic the yeah. reality is there are going to be inauthentic people. And I think that is the kind of dark, slightly dark. It's not really the dark underbelly, but like the slightly dark underbelly yeah. of being an influencer online, I think. Yeah. And I don't want to be too cynical, but I am. <laughs> that I feel these digital big sisters, online big sisters, it just, 
I'm so wary of them because, mm-hmm. um, again, not to pinpoint it on the person, but just as a brand, mm-hmm. making your brand be, be based off of um, personable advice or talking about taboo topics. Yeah. There's nothing objectively There's wrong nothing. with that. And I'm, I'm sure, I mean, the, a lot of the ones that I've seen online come from a place of, oh, I never had uh, a female role model yeah, or yeah, yeah. someone to talk about these it, things it, with. It always comes from a place of, of wanting to help. It comes from a very altruistic place. Yeah. yeah. But the reason I'm so wary about it, because I, I think they're exactly what you said. Sometimes you start out with that good intention. Mm-hmm. Then you reach a certain point. There's an agenda. There's bills to pay. I'm sorry. It's just like it's that. Awesome. You need money. And <laughs> I, I don't blame the influencer girlies for having to do what they need to do. Yeah. You need money. Yeah. You do. Exactly. Then there's that. And then the second thing is, the reason I'm so cynical (laughs) is because I just feel like there is a certain power to it. And like, we're going to talk about celebrities as well who seriously need to touch grass too. But there's like a certain power trip that comes with putting yourself online, which I know is ironic because we're literally podcast. Like we're literally filming a podcast. We're literally filming a podcast for like our five listeners. Yeah, so I get it. I get it. It's not. It's not lost on me the irony. But I think there's a certain power trip that comes with growing big online. Yeah, and having your entire brand be um, helping. Yeah, young girls, young uh, kids in a community that you feel has maybe not given that to you. Yeah, because sometimes it's it's just the bottom line that people are very impressionable and it's very difficult because we always talk about how how annoyed we are when we hear that india is being homogenized or yeah um south asia is being homogenized. yeah forget india uh south asia like all these different cultures we come from but then when you see i don't know one size fits all advice yeah or one size fits all philosophy that people are preaching yeah cough cough chichetti um <laughs> absolutely i didn't mention it we had an enemies of the podcast episode actually did i mention it? you didn't mention you wanted to mention chichetti but i think we spent way too much time talking about killers yeah that's true. But uh, let it be known. Like, I just think one size fits all philosophy advice yeah. um, gets so old quickly. It does, especially when it's coming from a place of like, is the advice is rooted in culture. And you can't have a one size fits all advice that's based in culture when all of our cultures are so different. Yeah. As South Asians, we are all completely different. Well, you and I are completely yeah. different from what we're like, Do you ever see any Pakistani creators who talk, who, who try to not preach? I don't. Again, I don't want to focus too much on influencers because yeah, yeah, yeah. we follow so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like we hate them. But do you ever see any Pakistani creators um, talk about culture and uh-huh. like what's your culture, our culture, whatever, in a way that's like maybe you should do this or this is the best way to handle things. Like let it be talking about relationships mm-hmm. and love, which is obviously a really big yeah. sensitive thing. Or like even like I don't know, fashion, modesty. Uh, makeup. A little bit, a little bit. I do see that, but I think it's not as one size fits all because I think, at least in like the South Asian Muslim community, I know it's it's a lot more nuanced and and it comes from looking at religion. Religion is a very personal thing. That's everyone's own personal business. So I don't think South Asian or like Pakistani influencers, influencers or any you know creators online do that. As far as what I've seen, I could be wrong. But as from what I have seen, they don't really tend to do that. Um, just because there's a lot of nuance and a lot of like potential hate coming their way. So I feel like they're a lot more careful about what comes out of their mouths. That's what yeah. they're very, very uh, 
very, very careful and nitpicky about what the things that they're about to say and what the advice they're about to give. Whereas the stuff that I've seen from bigger South Asian celebrities, uh, celebrities, influencers, and the kind of advice they give, it's very generic. Just like yeah. you can't set boundaries with your parents. Like, okay, I already know that. I already knew that. Thanks. You don't, you don't have to sis, you don't usually you'd really love to tell me that I, I already know. knew that. <laughs> I already know. <laughs> but there's a lot of plus points. Like I saw recently um uh someone talking about how like just sharing that they've started their therapy journey. Yes. And basically talk about like the taboos of therapy in the South Asian community. Mm-hmm. That's a really great thing because it's it, I think it was done in a way not to say, you know, too much about their personal struggles. Yes. Yeah. You always have that thing like you don't have to put your self story not self story like your your trauma or yeah, your, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. trauma sells yeah so much so i get it but they did it in a very sophisticated way where they were like hey like i'm going through some stuff as we all probably are mm-hmm. in this you know time and here's what i like to do yeah this is how i dealt with it yeah, yeah and it was a really good way of sharing info in a way that didn't feel like all of you should do it it is for everyone. Get it right now. And it really understood accessibility as well. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. When advice is given, I'm always like, the reason I'm so cynical is because there's also so many accessibility, economic, geographic things that come in it. Yeah. Like there's so many, again, sorry to go back to like digital BBs, <laughs> but they'll be like, oh, do you feel like you are don't have enough friends, like cultural friends? Mm-hmm. Go to New York. There's so many events. And I'm like, Girl, what if I live in the Midwest? Girl, what am I supposed to do? What if, what what if, if I, I live, live in... What if I live in Kansas? What if, if I, I just get a better flight? What if I live in Rio de Janeiro? Like, how... What am I supposed to do? So, again, that's what I mean. Like, it's it's being very nitpicky. Yeah. I think there's a way it can be done in a really positive way. Mm-hmm. Um, but what tends to happen is um, it gets weird. It gets really weird. Same with celebrities. Celebrities? Like this this um, Lily saying, Mindy Kaling. Oh, my God. The celebrities are even weirder because the celebrities I know they have like worked hard to get where they are because celebrities like Mindy Kane and celebrities like Lily Singh, they have pushed boundaries for the rest of us to be able to comfortably sit here and be able to criticize them because ten years ago we could not sit here and criticize them because yeah. they were all we had. Yeah. That was and we liked them. And we liked them at the time and we did, but you can criticize something and also say at the same time enjoy it. But like with celebrities I think, I don't know if you if you feel this, but I feel like us as a generation now, I feel like we just don't have that same kind of um, sense of awe towards celebrities anymore. I feel like the thing as they did in the past, it's like now it's just like if you're you're famous, you're like, okay, that's Cordy. I'm here. <laughs> or do you love us? Because I'm always like, I always think this. I'm like, oh my God, like I feel like this. Yeah. But there are young kids and people mm-hmm. who they are like still part of that. Like how we went through that whole yeah. phase of, I don't know, who who was like super big. I mean, we still are. Like you see Ariana Grande, yeah. Kelly Bieber, oh um, Zendaya. Like yeah. the way we, we still stat them. Yeah. Think. Taylor Swift. But like, I don't know. There are young people who still look to these. I mean, young people are what I think are always going to have that. I feel like yeah. it, I, think, I feel like that is part, that's part of core teenage girl memory is just doing that. There's no way that you cannot go through that's It's literally a canon, inve- canon event for a teenage girl is to do that yeah. is to have that kind of stand moment you, there's no way that you're not but you have to be able to come out of it and be like that was a bit crazy that i did that squealing that was a bit crazy that i did that i was absolutely <laughs> twirling my feet in 
from looking at a stand edit. I still do that. My feet and giggling in my head. I still follow. You never outgrow them. No, but the way we we fangirled Tumblr era 2015, no one has fangirled like that. That was a golden era that is long gone. The PTSD that I feel from Fangirl era Tumblr, I just... Wattpad, AO3. That was such a wild time. Just the internet being unhinged. I know. Truly being pre... For like, oh my god, what a crazy time. Pre-restrictions. Um, restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and consent. Consent. And any sort Age of, waivers. Any what a sort great time. Of parental controls. I know. <laughs> and we were just out there have, seeing the wildest things on Tumblr. I know. I'm still on Tumblr, but I use it more as a mood board. Yeah. I haven't been on Tumblr probably since I was born. I think it still is at the hit. It's a special place in the, the internet. A special corner. <laughs> I know. But speaking of, co- like, our next point about communities, talking about us as a collective. Yeah. Is the whole hive mind thing that we get. Yeah. When it comes to certain unpopular opinions, popular opinions, and, like, going against the fold mm-hmm. or what you feel is really... What you should like at that time. Yeah. I feel like the hive mind, any specifically with the South Asian community, I think it comes under that same umbrella of like, we have this habit of homogenizing a very diverse subcontinent into one specific culture. Yeah. And it comes into that habit. Like we, we were talking about the whole like, Golgape Pani Puri yeah. discussion. All the goofy ones. The goofy ones. It kind of boils down to that. And everyone's like having like an argument over the like, no, it's Golgape. No, it's fun. Who cares? Just iterate and move on. Yeah. Like, why is this becoming? <laughs> I don't. And it's when, when media outlets are like, what do you call this? Yeah. And I'm like, I think you're so corny. This is really, this is the question you're going to. Like, ask. let people debate that. Sure. Yeah. If, if you want to. But like, that's a debate that you can have like a silly little one in your own friend group. But is that really something? We're gonna see news. Breaking news. No, but there's bigger things like so you get um once in a while, like mm-hmm. a phenomenon. Not phenomenon, like a really big thing happening. So like Ruby Corp poetry. Yes. Uh Basuri. Oh my god. Um, I don't know. Uh like a Bollywood movie. Like yeah. a very thought provoking uh movie. Yeah, or yeah. I don't know, RRR at the Oscars. We have these moments and all culture has like we have pop culture pop, moments. Pop culture moments. And yeah collectively we decide whether or not this is good or whether or not this is bad yeah Yeah. is it cancelable is it not cancelable and then i feel like there's a real fear that if you go against that opinion you'll get cancelled or you and the reason for bringing it up about like community it's like how many times have you had a certain like opinion yeah and you feel like if you shared it with your community yeah you'll get cancelled you would just feel singled out or isolated and that makes you, I know it's a reach, but what if someone thinks, oh, that makes me feel less co- of my culture? Yeah. If I was like, oh, I don't know, like, you I like don't like, Bollywood. yeah, I don't, or I don't like Bollywood, or I yeah. actually, I I, not, I don't listen to Bollywood music. That's honestly how I feel like sometimes, because I I was raised in predominantly, like, Eurocentric spaces with a lot of Europeans yeah. rather than my own kind of South Asian culture. And I get like that sometimes from my own friends. Will be like, if I haven't watched a certain Bollywood movie, they'll, they'll be like, "Why do you haven't watched this?" I'm like, "Girl, when was I gonna watch this?" I do. When and they when? get more offended than if you were like, "Oh my god, I haven't eaten today." <laughs> yeah, no, like, like that's a bigger problem. It though, no, but what that's exactly what I'm saying because, like, for example, Bollywood. Let's yeah. take Bollywood. I didn't also. Grow, I'm like, I like Bollywood music. I like yeah. Bollywood movies, but I didn't obsess over Bollywood music. So wait, just because I don't know, I didn't have the chance to. I didn't have people to share that with. 
but that's also by choice that's also how you know whatever um if you were like oh i actually don't listen to volume music i really don't know anything pre 2010 people will be like again that reaction and i'm like Am I it's like any less no truly the actors or am I less they genuinely act like it's murder and I'm like relax and sometimes that whole belonging question comes in where it's like oh I don't share this and you you might think it's silly you're like oh my god you don't listen to freaking uh, what Jumka like you're fine you're but it's like so many things it's like also the really goofy things like chai um street food Bollywood movies but all of those it's again if you're like growing up you are a young adult a teenager whatever that might make you feel even more isolated it is but like also not like, part of this quirky chunga community yeah uh, but then again that all comes down to that same homogenizing conversation we were just having like the mango jumka girly girlies that is very very specific to one very very specific niche of north indian hindu culture that yeah. is just specific to that little little niche here south asia is so beautifully diverse and has so many different cultures yeah. and that's also on top of that only uh specific to north indian hindu hindi speaking as well hindi speaking, hindi yeah. speaking on top of that as well that that's also very very specific niche i do not belong to a single one of those <laughs> no actually neither <laughs> neither do you yeah, neither do i neither i mean you. no one tell me that marsh is north indian <laughs> i will fight you <laughs> I don't think it is. But yeah, I was not I was not raised in be speaking. Exactly. I like mangoes. Everyone likes mangoes. <laughs> yeah. It's a little weird if you don't, but that's just because like taste wise, it tastes good. Yeah. That's just weird. It's like good one. That's like grow up. I don't know. Grow up. <laughs> no, like, you're so right. Actually, you're so right because half of these weird I don't know. Like you're having a conversation on Golgape and Pani Puri. First of all, we call it Golgape on our side of the border. And you guys call it Pani Puri on your side yeah. of the border. But also that's very specific to like Punjabis or like North Indians, South Indians, I, as far as I know, I could be wrong. Yeah. Don't have Golgapay and Panipuri. Golgapay and Panipuri is, is a North Indian, Pakistani yeah. type snack to have. South yeah. Indians have their own snacks, but that's not part of the big cultural zeitgeist. Yeah, exactly what you're saying. Now that I think about it, so many of these like entry tickets to entry tickets, entry tickets to digital, uh, digital, so many of these entry tickets to our community. Mm-hmm are predominantly North Indian, Hindi speaking. Also, sometimes, um, I don't know, you don't want to bring economic class caste. It is. But it is very upper class sort of things mm-hmm. that people will talk about. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. It's very ignorant or it's it's very... Uh, uh, it's a little exclusionary. Yeah. That's what it is. And, and that's why it's divisive. Of course it's divisive. Yeah. If you have, I don't know, half a billion people be like... I absolutely do not relate to... Actually, I don't even understand the lyrics. I literally don't even understand the lyrics. So what do you want me to do? <laughs> but that's... And, and I mean, it's no secret that like even the stuff we see online, yeah. it has become that one culture, yeah. hive like, mind thing. I, I think in, in South Indian, they don't even refer to Jumkas as, as Jumkas. They're, they're called something else. Yeah, they're called... Everything has a different name. Everything has a different name. Everything is different because, again, we're so beautifully diverse. But for some reason, that kind of like mango Jumka type. Yeah culture that we've all just kind of pushed that this is this is for everyone it's not a one-size-fits-all fits all. we're not a one-size-fits-all community it doesn't apply like i think that's that's also like not to go back to the like entry tickets yeah barriers to entry it really does feel like sometimes it's unsaid but there is a certain uh test you have to pass 
to get into what feels like belonging to a community yeah. or enjoying yourself or being accepted. Um, and we're talking virtually, obviously, yeah. it's very serious yeah. things as well that, I don't know, you might have felt excluded or like Lisa and I have also talked about a lot that growing up where there were not a lot of people like us, yeah. you feel that as well because yeah. you're considered too whitewashed yeah. or like a coconut or all of that I stuff aside. started coconut conversation. I know. Like, not coconut girl. In an actual coconut. coconut. Oh my god. Uh, no, but for this online community that we're, we're like building, growing, mm-hmm. living in, it feels like, yeah, you have to pass these unsaid rules, rules, expectations yeah. to then be like, okay, and you're one of us. It's funny that it's exactly what you said. It's entry tickets and you have to, it's entry tickets slash a test because it doesn't work the other way. If you don't know anything about like Bangladeshi pop culture or Sri Lanka pop culture or South Indian pop culture or Pakistani pop culture, they'd be like, oh yeah, I didn't know about that. And they'll just move on with their day and that'll be it. But that won't be like a, oh, I do not know this. It's like, because it's ex- yeah. it's widely, widely accepted that you don't have to know anything about the other South Asian cultures. You just have to know about this one specific niche. Yeah. Otherwise you don't count as South Or Asian. thinking about things like in that, like that South Asia is, obviously we have the diaspora. We talk about diaspora. We talk yeah. about America, UK, Europe, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, Asia because mm-hmm. we're everywhere uh, but there's such a big history like an actual historical you know um, an actual history sorry of indentured workers yes. going to like Guyana Kenya and South Asians from South Africa whatever yeah people from there having that fusion of culture beautiful like being Chinese yeah or being South African Indian yeah or like Trinidad and Tobago yeah. Trini beautiful yeah yeah Indo-Caribbean yeah but then yeah you're exactly right there there's no there's no the same backlash that you would get if you're like oh I don't like Karin Johar films yeah would you get if you were like oh I actually don't know what the national dish of I don't know Telangana is yeah you would not not national dish (laughs) state dish state dish but yeah you would not no you would not get the same backlash nobody would respond in the same kind of like shock and horror and all like how could you not know this I'm like no and what I didn't I didn't grow up with it. What am I supposed to? I had said this before, like with my not like recently. I think it was a while ago that I had said it to someone that I hadn't watched like one specific, like I think Indian serial drama or something. And I think they had mentioned it, and I was like, I have no idea what we're talking about. And they were like, How do you know all this? I'm like, Babe, I'm not Indian. Why was I in the Such a thank you for thinking. Thank you for thinking that I know, but like I'm not. Indian? Why would I know that? <laughs> what did they say? I can't remember what the name. They're like, was. oh, okay. no, no. They were like, oh no, that's a good point. And so that's oh. the thing. <laughs> like, I feel like it's such like a immediate response to think that everyone fits into you, but you don't. You don't have to be able to fit, fit into others. Yeah, that's very psychological. Yeah, that is a thing. We wanna. Yeah, and it's not like other cultures don't have their own sense of superiority within their own culture. Like Pakistanis have our own sense of superiority within each other. But like that's just within each other. I, I again, I could very much be wrong, and I would love it if someone else would correct me. But I think that other, I can only speak from the Pakistani perspective, but I don't think Pakistanis as often will have the sense of cultural superiority that like you need to know what what, what we're about. I don't, I don't. As far as when I've seen, yeah. nobody, I don't see Sri Lankans doing that. I don't see Bangladeshis doing that or Nepalis. I don't see them yeah. doing that. Like you need to know about us. The same yeah. way that it happens in this one specific niche. I know. But do you feel like sometimes there's also a survival tactic involved in that? That we you have had to struggle to get crumbs yeah. of something. Like we had like Bend It Like Beckham or 
I don't know. Like you have plus about luxury. Yeah. <laughs> we had our like token. Uh, uh, they're not tokenistic people. But yeah. We had to rely on them to like really see ourselves there. Mm-hmm. That and what like, tends to happen. It's like North Indian Punjabi culture yeah. because it was the easiest one to show it was it was and it's all like those weren't great like i loved when it like from them yeah. that was the first time i saw like dc that di- south asian diaspora sorry no. as shown as mainstream in any way i mean you're a nightmare in that movie like no. it's it's crazy how that was actually such a big moment for us is that i i actually watched that recently i say you sending was like two years ago i wish i drink of it i rewatched it and yeah. i got a little review, review for it actually for for, for desi a lot of it holds up. A lot of it is like this is very, very two thousand and very funny and very funny. But yeah. like it's it's a silly, goofy little movie. But at the time, that's literally all that we had. True, we had that, or we had like Apu from The Simpsons, which doesn't even like apply to oh, most South Asians yeah. or any South Asians that to for that matter. Yeah, so, you're right. But yeah, it's it's important to note that. Yeah, it's 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 easy now that we have entered this new era for uh, like both of us to be like so loud about you know criti- criticizing because it's important to criticize it is important to but we also do recognize um that a lot of work has been done mm-hmm. like you said earlier like we don't negate any of the work these really big personalities have also put to show up online yeah it's just now we want to think about the impact yeah i think it's that attitude that i think it doesn't even apply to just pop culture or celebrities i think people always have this idea that if you criticize something it has to be a one and done. Like you, you have you criticize it, it means it's done. You don't have to engage in it, and that's it. Yeah. And like that's not how life works. <laughs> I know. You can criticize in something and still enjoy it. You can see the faults in things and still enjoy things. And I, I feel like a lot of people don't understand that at all ever. Really hard. <laughs> you know, but what do you think? Just to wrap it up, because I don't know. I think that's our main stuff for today. Yeah, I think so. We have so much more, but yeah, but we didn't pretty well. <laughs> no but to wrap it up sorry my question was what do you think what is one thing you say what you look what do you think is one thing you would like to see in the community not like uh specifically people mm-hmm. uh but like anything what do you think uh i think i would like to see more inclusivity with other south asian cultures and less of this mango Mostly, yeah. Um, I, um, identity that we kind of all have that it can just it, it ends up feeling very copy paste. Yeah. And then when you're part of the diaspora, you have this kind of need to kind of we have to support it because you know it's getting out there at the very least. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. They're getting out there. But I would like to see more support from these bigger creators to other cultures. Yeah. And make it less that this is for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I one thing that I do whenever I see any of these videos is I always have got hashtags underneath. The hashtags are always DC TikTok, South Asian TikTok, hashtag Indian. Regardless, yeah. every single time. Without fail. Without fail, it's those three hashtags. Hashtag Indian. Hashtag Indian, always. When I see oh, well, hashtag Bharat, to be sometimes. See you then. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, can I say that? Tea. Actually, of course I can. Who cares? <laughs> so crispy. If this gets cut, actually, if you're still listening to this, just know that someone in management is so mad at that comment it's okay it's fine i I didn't see what i think about it i'm just saying it it might be it might be there are a lot of idiot oh we didn't talk about there's creators and influencers in india oh they can use a hashtag borrow they can um that's all whole conversation did i don't rely on us to cover it that's not has has nothing to do with me it has nothing to do with any of us 
Um, anyways, anyways. So in summary, <laughs> you would like to see a a, a more um a di- diversification yes. of content. Yes, I would. And uh, an acceptance. Yes. That we can we're all different. Be- yeah. Yes. An acceptance that we're all different and we're all not the same little kind of language and I guess that's yeah. the best way to describe it. Yeah. I agree. I think mine mine like piggybacks off yours. Mm-hmm. I would say for me it's um what I would like to see and also embody is that it is so okay to not like or dislike something mm-hmm. that you feel has to be liked or disliked or has to be um you know current trending. Yeah. Because I don't know, it doesn't make you any less South Asian, it doesn't make any, you any less Indian, Pakistani, Bangladesh, whatever it is, mm-hmm. to maybe not like a person in your community or not agree with the views of a lot of people. And it can be hard to maybe speak out against it. No one's expecting you to like, I don't know, yeah, post an essay. But I hope even if you are very critically online yeah. like us, you still feel like, no, it's your opinion. Yeah. Your experiences impact you, like we were talking about how you were raised, who you were raised with, um, that you don't have to go mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Um, but, the, but at the end of the day, the South Asian community is it's an interesting one. Yeah. It's the online community at least is very interesting. And I'm so happy to be part of it. I know. I want to clarify. I am. Like, we talk about it and we talk about all this. <laughs> like like I was just saying, we criticize it, but you can also enjoy it. I know. I, I, I criticize because I enjoy because it. Because I enjoy it. Because I want it to be better. Yeah, I yeah. I feel like we can be better. And that's the thing. So, I mean, like I said, we got that experience from, from our little Pradesi community. Yeah. I think our Pradesi community is, is heading in that direction, I hope. Yeah. My whole people are And I think Pradesi community, and the reason we joined Pradesi community, the reason you're listening to this podcast is, is because we clearly realized that there is a online space being built, mm-hmm. being developed, yeah. that's constantly growing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks to you guys, um, that actually reflects those mm-hmm. values that we have of you know, not being boxed in, not being very, um, I don't know, not aligning with everyone's values, not aligning to one agenda, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, it shares everyone's values. It's very, it's a safe space. It's a safe space. That is so, we, hope we try and make it a safe space. Yeah. As much as we can. Yeah. So I want to clarify that the reason we got to talking about this is because we love being a part of it. Yeah. I don't know, meeting people in person is extra bonus it is it's a weird feeling of um it's nice to put faces to the the names, the names or, or to the icons that we see co- commenting underneath our videos and stuff so it's nice to see or whoever's been liking our videos to like them yeah <laughs> if you like <laughs> if it you like them. also it's cool to see people who um in a very off-topic narcissistic way who tell us that they listen i know once again it is truly phenomenal to me that people listen to this genuinely not just the five not the management <laughs> and our parents and girl my parents are not listening to this. my mom my parents are not listening i had to, i literally got into a whole, uh, whole argument the other day not argument but like a little argument with my parents and my sister the other day they were like why would we listen I'm like, we we hear you in our free time yeah, why do we need to go off and listen to you <laughs> in addition i'm like wow you guys really miss me i haven't been home in eight months i know what a support system well, i have such a great support system <laughs> Not, not my parents, nor my sister, nor my like best friend. Oh, my best friend doesn't listen to my this. own housemate. I'm saying if this I'm, so confidently. I've known her. I've known her for ten years. She hasn't listened. Oh my god! If my best, same with my best friend. My best friend and I, for twelve years, if she's listening to this, please message me. You know who you are. I know you're not listening to this, so I can say <laughs> this because. But she's so supportive. She'll be like, "Oh, good luck with the recording. Yeah, Have fun. Yeah. And I'm like, 
but are you gonna listen i do know the name you know what we're talking about <laughs> no but never, no 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 my my friend's always excuse so it's like i always know i already know what your opinion is going to be so why do i need to listen to it i mean they're no wrong but we we cut we work really hard here at the studio <laughs> to come up with new topics i know it doesn't seem hard because you know stuff to we, say we work hard not our bonuses but yeah but on the topic, yes. what we wanted to share with you guys, you might have seen it online, like snippets of it online. Yeah. Um, the behind the scenes, because it was a little chaotic. It's okay with it. Um, we got a chance to actually talk to the people who attended our picnic. Not everyone, because mm-hmm. um, there are a ton of really wonderful people, but we, we harassed some. We harassed them. To give Thank us you so much. their Big take. Love. Big love to that. <laughs> kind of on this topic that we talked about, like, what, yeah, what's their hot take? What is something that they feel would get them kicked out yeah um of the group chat virtually <laughs> uh, but yeah like any of any of their little opinions on the south Asian community and we thought we'd share it with you guys here on this space as well in case you didn't see it it's online so, so enjoy listening to us perform peak journalism <laughs> and interviews <laughs> and meet some of the people and what they think that's just working for vogue india i know we should okay here they are now okay Hi, I'm Kitty from The Line Between in the Wild, and I'm asking Alana some hot take questions, starting with, what is an opinion you have that would get you kicked out of the Pradesi group chat? I mean, I was going to say I think Rupi Kaur is an embarrassment to the brown community, but I think we might agree yeah. on that one. I mean, it's one of those hot takes that it's not hot, but I agree. I agree. But back in the day, yeah. can you elaborate? Okay, elaborate, sorry. Because I know you have reasons. I mean, if you like poetry, you just know it's not good. We don't always have to talk about mangoes. There are other things. Not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, she also like ripped off another really good poet. So that's something that not a lot of people know either. So thank you for your hot take. My next question on the spot. If you had a dream dinner party, so celebrities, politicians, your own friends it doesn't matter famous non-famous dead or alive who would sit the furthest away on your table so i could just like look at them and how you interpret it are are you admiring them do you hate them are you putting them I mean, at if, the end if i hate them they're not coming to my dinner party true so right. it might be someone who like i want that who want i want to be there but i'm kind of afraid of talking to them yeah yeah maybe like right. i know like kailani or something like i want to just look at her but i'd be too afraid that's a great answer. So what is it a hot take that you have that will get you kicked out of the group chat? That bounty is actually in the top three of celebration shots. True, true. No, she's right. No, she's not. She's absolutely Coconut right. and chocolate? Really? Perfect combo. <laughs> Alisa, she's right. It was the two sprints in your high reaction. No, you're correct. <laughs> then what's number one? Maltesers. Maltesers is fair. Maltesers is fair. And Snickers, second. And then I'd be. Beautiful. Amazing. <laughs> and then our second question. Our second question okay. is, in your ideal dinner party, who would you seat the furthest away from you and who would you seat right next to you? So Kanye West, I mean, he's not my ideal, but he's just annoying with me. So he can go, like, way far. Um, I don't know who I'd have at my, like, who I love. I love so many people. <laughs> is Beyonce a really obvious answer? It's a slay. I love it. Yeah. Go for it. It's like Beyonce. Beyonce. But they're friends. So that might be a bit awkward. Uh, true, true, true. Let's be honest. They'll talk after your party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can catch up. Though. What is an opinion that you have that would get you kicked out of the group chat? 
the group any group chat any group chat be anything oh okay interesting i'm trying to think i'm trying to think about that this now um like we gave an example earlier where we were like oh like I, you don't like rihanna's music but all your friends in the group chat like her music something like that um i think Some people who bitchologically hate Taylor Swift might be dealing with internalized misogyny. Period. Alisa behind the camera is like, agreed. <laughs> that might be Say that one more time. <laughs> you want to hear this hot take? Because I didn't used to like Taylor Swift for the longest time. And then when I like, you know, like unlearned, you know, my internalized misogyny, I was like, actually, She's a, she's a bot. Like, she creates such good music. Do you think the, like, years that we were not... Sta- like, Taylor Swift was not uh, the obsession was those years where we were all dealing with our... Like, we didn't embrace girlhood in the way that she... Yeah, it's like... Yeah. It's not like everybody's, like, wearing pink now and being, like, girly girls. Like, I just love it. Like, you know, who cares if it's, like, basic? Like, have your pumpkin spice latte. Because, like, I don't know, life... Life is hard. Like you got- sometimes you just need to listen. Yeah. Also, are you going to the Eras tour? Oh my god, I checked for tickets. Oh, That's no. so expensive. I was gonna say because yeah, yeah, that opinion would get you not kicked out of our group chat. So okay, that's a beautiful opinion, okay. and I agree. So, thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening today, guys. I hope you enjoyed our little brand of nonsense, our usual brand of nonsense. But if you want to see more of us on uh, online, you can check us out on Instagram on perdesi.community. If you want to email us directly, we are podcast.perdesi at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to check out our Twitter, it's Perdesi blog. And if you want to have a little sneak peek at Kate Keenai's little bios on our website, it's www.perdesi.community forward slash the line between. Hope you guys had fun. See you next time. Bye.